Never in all the years of his ministry had he failed to be at her elbow through the entire duration of her garden parties, flying about on her errands like a tripping Hermes, herding her flocks if she wanted them in one part of the garden rather than another, like a sagacious sheepdog, and coming back to heel again ready for further tasks. But today Georgie was mysteriously away, for he had neither applied for leave nor given any explanation, however improbable, of his absence. He at least would have prevented Lady Ambermere, the only cornerstone of the party, from going away in what must be called a huff, and have continued to tell Lucia how marvellous she was and what a beautiful party they were having. With the prospect of two other much more magnificent cornerstones, Lucia had not provided any further entertainment for her guests. There was not the conjurer from Brinton, nor the three young ladies who played banjo trios, nor even the mild performing doves which cooed so prettily, and walked up their mistress's outstretched fingers according to order if they felt disposed. There was nothing to justify Hytems, there was scarcely even sufficient to warrant Titems. Scrub was written all over the desert's dusty face. It was about half-past six when the miracles began, and without warning the guru walked out into the garden. Probably he had watched the departure of the great motor with its chauffeur and footman and Miss Lyle and Lady Ambermere and Pug, and with his intuitive sagacity had conjectured that the danger from Madras was over. He wore his new red slippers, a wonderful turban, and an ecstatic smile. Lucia and Daisy met him with cries of joy, and the remaining guests, those drifting autumn leaves, were swept up, as it were, by some compelling broom and clustered in a heap in front of him. There had been a great message, a word of might, full of love and peace. Never had there been such a word. And then, even before they had all felt the full thrill of that, Once more the door from the house opened, and out came Olga Bracely and Georgie. It is true that she had still her blue morning frock, which Mrs. Weston had designated as scrub, but it was a perfectly new scrub, and if it had been completely covered with Paris labels, they would not have made its provenance one whit clearer. Dear Mrs. Lucas, she said, Mr. Georgie and I are terribly late, and it was quite my fault. There was a game of croquet that wouldn't come to an end, and my life has been guided by only one principle, and that is to finish a game of croquet whatever happens. I missed six trains once by finishing a game of croquet, and Mr. Georgie was so unkind he wouldn't give me a cup of tea or let me change my frock, but dragged me off to see you, and I won. 